0: The college football experience. Week one DFS picks for Saturday night and Sunday episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet hundred dollars at Winbet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN fantasy dominate your draft with the uh, free SGPN draft kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And the free roll football contest is back. And it's better than ever. $5,000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 is our, is, is up for grabs in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our discord sports slash discord That's sports gambling, slash discord.
1: This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to S G P N let it ride.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome! Welcome to the college football experience. Week one DFS picks for Saturday night and Sunday. My name is Colby Swingin' Base Dad, AKA Pick Don Dee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet. Speaks with his
1: fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy.
0: <laughs> Last night was absolutely fabulous. It was, you could argue, Christmas. Christmas in September. I am joined by my co host. The DFS got himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew, making tobacco road, living the free lock given farmer, farmer, earned a basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. A uh, couple good games
1: last night, huh? Oh man.
0: Yes. 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 Hey college football. Hey TV execs, you pieces of absolute shit. You see what happens when we get the backyard bra? We like it. Fans like it. The teams like it. People attend the game. People actually attend the game.
1: You haven't heard TV ratings yet, have you?
0: Not yet. That will be out tomorrow. Yeah. Oh no, it'll be out Monday, I think. Um But what a game, the backyard bra. Glad, folks. That uh, the the see talking to the youth. Sometimes you know they don't they don't realize how great the backyard brawl is because they were probably like five years old or six years old or seven years old when uh, they stopped playing. And uh, what, ten years, twelve years. Uh, yeah, this is uh what uh, they did what it was
1: eleven years without playing it. So the, on the twelfth year they did. Um, all I know is that like someone on Discord mentioned. Uh, I'm pretty sure we all know the distance between Morgantown and Pittsburgh because. They must have mentioned that at least three or four times last night.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit of overkill, but it's 2022. That that pretty much happens with every everything these days. Great
1: games, though. Great games. That and then Penn State Purdue. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, how'd you do DFS wise? uh, I did not do good, but I did. We did cash in. We locked up West Virginia plus seven and a half. Triple. And then you were able to pull one out of your ass with Penn State minus three and a half because Jeff Brom. Oh, man. Jeff Braum is Cliff Kingsbury. Maybe slightly better. Slightly better yeah. coach than Cliff Kingsbury. But okay. after yesterday, if you just run the ball a couple times, you don't put Penn State. Look, you don't put. Pin, you can still be aggressive by, by right. running the ball a couple times and throwing some passes. But. By you not running basically at all, you gave Penn State way too much time, and of uh, let alone their clock management. So, when Penn State scored that fast, Purdue gets the ball back, and their clock management was terrible. Uh, yep. Charlie Jones catches a pass, middle of the field. They say, Hey, let's just uh, keep. <laughs> what? What are you doing? Uh, Purdue's tackling terrible. I can't root for that team. I can't. So, so I there's can't a reason
1: why they were the 127th rushing team a season ago. And you know what? I mean, King Daru, their running back, he looked good, dude. I actually completely like Penn State's run game was was nowhere. Yeah, they that did not look good. Yeah, my main takeaway was that I wasn't overly impressed with either team. I my main my main takeaway
0: was: have we lost our minds with all this pass happy offense in 2022? (laughs) Because if you just run the ball, they got a couple first downs passing the ball. Okay, but if you had just committed to one run. Every other play. Right. Penn State wouldn't have had the luxury of trying to score a touchdown. They would have had yep. to kick a field goal to go to overtime. Cause I do believe Penn State would have marched down there even with that short amount of time because Purdue's defense is dog shit.
1: Um, I mean it's a fine line. Look, we we've seen t- w- way too many coaches get uber conservative and they do, you know, three straight runs up the middle, they get, you know, four yards and they punt, and the other team has a ton of time also. Why not just mix it up a little bit? Like I, I appreciate the fact that that he was not going to go conservative, but that doesn't mean pass every play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, and a couple you know? of them were almost picked. Like yes. it's like, what are you doing? So, Penn State had at probably four or five chances on the whole game where <laughs> like it, they were very close to interceptions. But I'm glad we're mentioning this game because it's a nice little segue into our side bet last night. It was. Sean Clifford verse Aiden O'Connell. They were similarly priced. I think Clifford was a couple hundred bucks, more expensive. Really. It's a story of touchdowns. Clifford threw for three, I think, and ran in one, put up 33 fantasy points. Uh, O'Connell uh, threw for a lot more yards, but only one touchdown put up 19 Therefore, one of those, I'm two and yeah. on side bet so far this year.
0: One of those touchdowns was such a crock of shit right before the half Penn state. <laughs> no, I think number 10, number 10, if I'm Purdue, he's off the team.
1: Yeah. Like, well, not only was it a cheap touchdown, but it was a cheap sixty yards also. <laughs> sixty. So that was a I huge too. sixty-eight. So yeah, just, yeah. Okay, I just it out there. Yeah. Uh, that was a yeah. That was a huge play uh, for Penn State, obviously, and for Sean Clifford owners. Yeah, I mean, just uh, just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the I got another to- thing to mention in that game is that we both rostered Brock Thompson, and that guy was nowhere to be found. He had at least one crucial drop. I it didn't, was a Charlie Jones show.
0: Well, I didn't realize Charlie Jones has been childhood friends with Aiden O'Connell. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh man, how did we miss that? Yeah.
1: Because yeah. that would have been the obvious play. And he was dirt cheap. I think he was like 3.9K or something. But so. I was
0: right with that. I said people were saying Purdue's wide receiver play is going to be yeah. terrible this year. I'm like, no. No. Uh, Brahm is too good offensively. He will find ways to get uh, Durham's a beast too.
1: Yeah, yeah, we knew we knew Durham was uh, one of the better tight ends in the in the Big Ten, but yeah, I think uh, we have no worries about this passing attack moving forward. That's another thing that's
0: interesting. West Virginia had a critical play; they got they caught the ball down to the one yard line where the ball hits the ground, and Durham had a very similar play. If that if that is ruled a catch, which they did on
1: the field, and the 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 replay overturned both, Uh, which I think it was the right call both ways too. I am Uh, less. I I think. Earlier in the game, I think Pitt had a very questionable call that they didn't overturn on a similar catch. I think the one like I, I think the one at uh, the West Virginia game is flat out. Yeah.
0: Flat More out obvious. a drop. The Purdue one, I go
1: closer. I still closer said but-
0: I think I if it was me, I would I would deem it incomplete, but yeah. there's yeah. A, I think when I see the back angle of that, it makes it a little tougher. The 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 yeah. side angle, I say, Oh, it's incomplete. And then when I saw the back angle, I go, It looks like he had possession of it, though. But I I don't know. That one's a uh, what a game! Both games.
1: There was just too much ball on the ground. I think. So good thing is, I think they got it both right with the two two very you know pivotal calls. Also, uh,
0: very pivotal calls. And uh, I want to touch base on just one more thing before we start. That is, uh,
1: is Akron.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was was a sweat.
1: You were the only one that locked up the over, right? Or did I ride with you? You rode with me? I did oh, Yeah, man. No, it's just like Kansas last year, dude. Yeah.
0: Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Uh, comparison, you know, like True. Kansas needed a fourth and five conversion, a fourth and goal from the five yard line to beat South Dakota last year. They
1: got it, but boy, the one was that sweat. The One difference is Akron's over two and a half.
0: The one difference is Akron plays in the Mac. And I, after seeing Good Northern point. Illinois last night, Northern Illinois seven point win against Eastern Illinois. (laughs) I am not
1: sold on Northern Illinois. I am also what about about Central Michigan? They they well. I mean, offensively they looked pretty solid.
0: It it really just like a ten minute thing of momentum where they got a safety. But I was also not sold on Toledo. Long Island gave Toledo like that was like what I feel like it was like six nothing at at late in the second quarter. Uh so uh, the Mac didn't look great. Uh, for, uh, San Jose state didn't look great. They got very fortunate to win that game. Some questionable play calling. There's some very Braum like play calling going on in San Jose last night, Arizona state did look legit. And I think we might've all panicked about, about the sun devils. And I think, you know, I, I know we ended up taking the over. I feel like, and I, but I know the world was low on, on, on Arizona state just one game, but there was a dominating performance. Minnesota dominated as Patty C lost his lock of New Mexico state plus 37. Uh, and the last one I wanted to touch base on was
1: uh, so, so hold on, hold on. go back to the Arizona state game real quick because, and speaking of DFS, I mean, this is a DFS show I would have cashed, you know, cause I finished in, in our, um, we're just just talking about our, our uh, local not local, but our SGPN uh you know, listener slash uh, yeah, sports gambling podcast network, uh, show and, uh, Emery Jones, my quarterback, he started out really hot. And one of the reasons why I rostered him was because I thought Northern Arizona would give him more of a game, meaning he would, you know, have to still produce in the second half. And unfortunately he, you know, they, they didn't need to took the air out of, of the ball. And, uh, therefore I only finished fourth, not in the money, but, uh, sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was really impressed by Northern Arizona, but uh, I mean by Arizona State. Northern
0: Arizona only rushed for 23 yards and only threw for 96 yards. So, uh Arizona State only gave up 119 yardage-wise. That that defense pretty damn impressive. Um the other you thing- know, and,
1: and uh, those two teams play each other next week I think, right? Arizona State, Oklahoma State. Yeah. Yeah. An interesting game. Uh, so that that should
0: be interesting. And then Florida International Bryant was just absolutely fucking insane. Terrible call, <laughs> an absolutely terrible call uh, that prolonged FIU's drive. Bryant should have got the dub. But then in overtime, in overtime, the first play of overtime, Bryant connects for a 25 yard touchdown. Mike McIntyre and FIU score. They decide to go for two because they haven't been able to stop Bryant. They get it. They get the dub but that's uh, before we, I mean, let's switch to DFS, but there were some terrible fucking targetings last night and college football needs to stop with that shit because that is, that was uh, critical in many plays. The Penn state uh, linebacker in the first half, the, uh, the dub dub V game, some nonsense that, that they kept looking at. And it's like this are come on, come on. And then the, the, obviously the FIU one, Brian should have got that win. I think they should, they yeah. owe an apology to that safety for the Brian bulldogs.
1: Uh, who made the game-changing play on fourth and fifteen? But they called targeting, but it was a perfect tackle. He just hit him hard. And you know, I always complain about this. You probably don't want to hear it. I mean, all those targeting things—you have to review every one. It, it just elongates the game so much. That backyard brawl was like four hours and fifteen minutes long, and it's just crazy. A, a game that starts at seven should not be ending at like eleven twenty or something. Yeah, Eastern Time. Come on, man. I, I can fit two college basketball games into one college football game. Well,
0: they're making it. That's what I'm saying. They're calling targeting now. Like we're watching like a right. fucking NBA game where there's like, oh, is it a foul? Is it not? And it's like, dude, we all watch this. It's okay. This is a contact sport. Exactly. If it's not something like Andre Dirty Waters back at like 20 minutes after the play, then shut the fuck up and move on. You know what I mean? Right like, uh, all right, folks. Well, let's hop into the DFS <laughs> slate. I did my my uh my spiel. It's so uh it's easy to see a tide turn. All right, before we hop into the DFS slate, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Win Bet people. Yes, uh uh right now. Bet a hundred dollars at Win Bet get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling slash win bet that's sports dot W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by odds trader. Odds traders, a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book, to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker. So betters can keep uh, records of uh, all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstradercom slash blue wire odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Uh, we're also brought to you by the free roll football contest. Yes. College football contest. $1,500 is up for grabs. And the NFL contest has got five grand and a two night stay at the Win Las Vegas up for grabs, sign up exclusively in our discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord That's sports slash discord. All right.
1: Let's hop into it. Cause I'm going to kick the tar out of you. All right. Keep on saying that but uh, I think I finished above you in, in all three slates so far. So uh, you got to start, you know, uh, choosing more wisely, buddy. Well, week 0 was nonsense. I, my whole roster didn't play in all these matchups. So you were a little uh, unfortunate to have some people sit out at, at the last minute. <laughs> uh, what was your excuse last night, huh?
0: I didn't even look at week 0 when I saw that I, I never even tracked what my team did cuz I once I saw that uh, that those guys were out, I was like, "Okay."
1: Johnny uh, Ford and uh who was the other my quarterback, guy? right?
0: Or no, it was Johnny Ford was one. There was a few. There was, I think I think I had well, Harrison, oh, Bailey Harrison Bailey. Harrison Bailey,
1: yeah. Yeah. He played some, not well, but he played some. But anyway, all right, let's let's move forward. Put that behind you. Okay. Focus on the task at hand. And uh this slate here, Saturday night, there is a ton of attractive quarterbacks. Do you have two on your roster? I do. I do. I mean, dude, CJ Stroud. Bryce young. They were Uber expensive. Uh, will Rogers, I think it was about 8.5 K. He's always an attractive option. How about, and I didn't roster any of these guys, by the way, but how about Anthony Richardson at only 5k? I'm, I'm too nervous for that shit, man. (laughs) It would be a gamble. I didn't roster him, but I mean, not too many quarterbacks priced at 5k have the kind of upside and with, that Jack, Anthony Richardson and, does. And with Jack Miller injured before I thought maybe they,
0: he'd have a short leash and they go yeah. to Miller, but
1: he's injured now. So, you know, he's going to get I, the whole game, right? Look, not a great matchup, Utah's strong D and uh, you know, new coaching staff, a ton of new players everywhere for Florida, but I'm just saying, I mean, with his dual threat abilities, he's not a bad play at 5k. I agree. I agree. Um, so, uh hit me with your quarterback then, buddy. Malik Cunningham, 7.2k. Why the hell is he priced so low? All he did was average 33 fantasy points per game last year. And I went back to check, and last year he was priced between 7.6k and all the way up to 9.7k. That was the range. Boom. That is my quarterback so, too. Why is he only at 7.2k? Dude, there there's a national hate
0: for Sam Hartman, Brennan, Armstrong, and Malik Cunningham.
1: <laughs> well, I don't, I don't understand this guys
0: No, but they give it to like Tyler Van Dyke, which I look, I, I have nothing yeah. against Tyler Van Dyke. They give it to Devin Leary and I'm just like, okay, those guys are good quarterbacks, but why the hell are they clear cut in every publication in every preseason article I read They're clear cut way better. They don't even mention, dude, I just read a uh, Patty C retweeted this F- find him on Twitter. Patty C eight, three, one. They didn't even mention uh, Brandon Armstrong in the top 40 quarterbacks top 40 Ridiculous.
1: quarterbacks well I think what, what part of it is is that Louisville is not very sexy right now they every year they're six and six or seven and five and pretty much the same thing with UVA yeah and I think Cunningham's is more of a popularity contest and it is actually you know it, it's terrible guys they're due and I think Cunningham got like number
0: 38 which is insane yeah. the guy yeah. had 20 rushing touchdowns 20. 20. <laughs> he's very good. Um, if you want yeah. to talk
1: about upside, he, he put over 70 fantasy points on Duke last year. One <laughs> of the biggest games I can ever remember seeing on DraftKings. He over 70 and he's only, so 7.2 K I'll say right now, this is the cheapest he's going to be all year. He's going to be, you know, he's going to get closer. He's going to be in the, the eights or like last year he, he was in, in the nines for a couple games. So yeah, Malik Cunningham.
0: Yeah, so uh yeah, I agree. Sign me up for that. And uh and uh so so all right, well give me your second quarterback then
1: since we have the same one. Well, actually this guy's a little bit more expensive. Uh Big Bird, Grayson McCall. <laughs> okay. Uh, not a, maybe not a great matchup going up against a pretty good army defense, but uh the price at seven point six isn't bad. I have two kind of middle of the road price quarterbacks, and he is gonna be Coastal Carolina's offense. Uh, either through the air or on the ground, and look, I mean, come on, he's the guy that stayed in Conway when he had everybody asking him if they wanted, if he wanted to transfer to their school. So I'm going with my Shanta Clear, Grayson McCall.
0: I like it. Uh, the only thing is uh, Army's got a really good defense, so maybe, maybe that game like so, might, might might bleed a lot of clock. That was my hard. my concern. My concern was both teams basically are run heavy. Yeah. McCall will get some stats, but I think the game might be, you're talking about a four hour game. This might be like an hour and a half game, <laughs> uh, <laughs> even more proof of why you should like the service academies, by the way, because those games,
1: those games are over in 30 something. minutes. Um, you might be something.
0: Uh, my second quarterback, I'm taking you to look, it is the 20 year anniversary of the Ohio state Nonsense national championship in a way. I mean, look, they got the mm. national championship, but that pass interference, a little, little questionable still. That late yeah. flag down there against yeah. Miami. Uh it's a 20 year anniversary of that. Everyone's gonna be back in the house. Trestle, what was the Clarette? All those guys will, are gonna be there. Will
1: Trestle be wearing a sweater vest? <laughs> uh
0: yes. Yes. I think I think <laughs> we could set the odds at minus two thousand for that. Uh I'm going CJ Stroud, buddy. I I think CJ Stroud is going to be firing that ball all over the field. Check that door for heat. Tim.
1: So I'm checking that door for heat. So you, you spent up at the quarterback position. Look, I I mean, he dudes, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. He's going to put up a monster game. i would be curious as to where, where you had to save money, you know, at running at running back or receiver, but you got to love your quarterbacks coming out the gates. That's for sure. Yeah, buddy. I'm going to load
0: up. You're going down this in this matchup. All right and you can take that to the bank to quote the great, uh hard to kill with Steven Seagal. All right. Uh, what, what are you doing running back wise?
1: I got three running backs. Um, I'm on the, uh, you know, so I, I, I rostered the Louisville Cardinal Malik Cunningham here. I'm going to fade their, their poor run defense, which was 74th in the country last year. I'm going Syracuse Sean Tucker. This guy's a monster, even on like a bad, you know, offensive teams last couple of years, he's shown out. So I think Syracuse had the chance to be better offensively this year. The matchup is right. He's 7.8 K. Give me Sean Tucker.
0: I thought about it. I'll be honest. I had a roster in him and I took him out. I was like, what if Robert and I wants to run Schrader? And they brought in this, uh this kid from, uh from uh, New Mexico state that I think will be used as kind of like an Eric Metcalfish player.
1: Wow. Dude, Sean Tucker is NFL talent. I agree. Syracuse he's a beast. have a, Syracuse doesn't have much of that. He's going to get, he's going to get the rock <laughs> 20 plus times. I agree. He's a beast, but I think, uh, don't you worry
0: about like Louisville just loading the box and saying, beat us in the air with your wide receiver quarterback.
1: Yeah. I, I, potentially if it was a different defense. Yes. But Louisville's soft man, they've been soft against the run for they're, years now. They're like Purdue. Uh, Pretty much. Uh,
0: no, I don't mind the play. Like I said, I almost played it. So, but I went bottom dollar. With my, well, I actually no, I didn't. I had my flex was was I went with Travion Henderson.
1: Oh, so oh, you got the Buckeye quarterback and running back.
0: Okay. I think they're going to put up some points on this. I, I think I think yeah, Irish. You don't trust Irish, that fighting
1: Irish defense, huh?
0: No, I do trust the defense, but I do not trust the offense, which means Ohio State would get a lot of possessions.
1: That's so, fair.
0: Yeah, um, so I just think they'll get there. So uh,
1: yeah, was he 7.8K? 7.5. seven point eight k? Seven point five. 7.5. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Let's all load right. it up, buddy. Um, He's your most expensive. All right. Moving down the line. My second most expensive running backs, only 5.8 K, which I think is a bargain price for a running back who had 1100 plus yards and 20 plus touchdowns. That is Tavion Thomas. Usually Florida has got a pretty good run defense and it's in the swamp. But last year, Florida was 85th in the country against the run. And uh, this guy, I mean, look, Utah's—you know—they're going to run the ball. You know they're going to try to establish the line of scrimmage, and Tavion Thomas is going to be a huge part of that. So I think he's—I he, think he's underpriced.
0: I agree, and uh, it's a good play. I thought about that, but I—I I do think the line of scrimmage is, is going to be in Utah's favor. It makes a lot of sense uh, to do that. So, um, and I—I I really believe that's probably there like Whittingham's game plan is, Hey, we're the more physical team. Let's bleed it out of them. Let's let's overpower them. Um, so I, I don't have a problem with that play. So uh, yeah, um, my next play for my second highest pi- highest priced running back, I am taking you to, uh, to the likes of good old coastal Carolina, Conway, South Carolina. Oh, all right. Um. I am taking you. I'm going with Tyrell Robertson. Yeah. Have you, have you had a chance to watch Army? You know.
1: No, I haven't. I don't watch the service Academy Oh, so uh,
0: th- <laughs> dude, this is a guy that I actually like. This is what's crazy about Jeff Munkin at uh, at uh you know Army is they have a t- projected like top fifteen uh defensive end slash linebacker, and Andre Carter the second. So army has never had like for uh, when's the last time an army player got drafted in, in general, let alone the first round. And then right. Tyrell Robinson, who almost transferred out a lot of schools inquired about him. He jumps off screen, man. I actually think both those guys are going to be playing in the NFL. So uh, he was the second leading rusher. Now they use him. He's not like a full on running back. That's they, my
1: problem. Cause you never really know who's going to get most of the, ca- of the uh, touches on army or Navy. But I actually think
0: with him coming back, because he could have transferred out, um, I think they they probably w- had a conversation saying, We're going to get you the, the rock more. He, he was their second leading receiver, and he is their second leading rusher. So altogether, Wait, did, over. Did, did he have, t- have 10 catches? 12. <laughs> 12. 12. <laughs> Uh, he exactly. also threw some passes too. Okay. So he's a jack of all trades. And Coastal nice. Carolina, Coastal Carolina wasn't, they didn't have a dominant run defense last year. And so. they lost a lot. So yeah. there's
1: two ways of looking at this. You know, you got a very inexperienced uh, defense for the, for Coastal Carolina. So that doesn't bode well up against a, you know, a, a triple option team where you have to know where to be. You have to, you know, have play assignment football. On the other hand, you do have, you know, a month to prepare because it is the first game. So, and I should tell you,
0: Tyra, Tyra Robinson was the top leading rusher from the running back spot for army. Obviously their quarterback, Christian Anderson, who's graduated was the number one rusher gotcha. only beat him out by 10 yards. So okay. uh, he is their top running back from a yardage standpoint. And he also, like I said, they get him doing all, all different types of stuff.
1: I like it. I like it. Could have a big game. I didn't draft him though. I didn't roster him. Uh, my last running back is 5.5 K that is Colvassier smoke of the Kentucky wildcats. I do think he might be a popular play. Cause I think most people know that Chris Rodriguez, the other running back is out. So smoke should have the backfield to himself. Only 5.5, k uh, going I up know. against a Mac opponent. What
0: you got? I don't know that he'll be the, uh, they brought in Raymond Jefferson and Raymond Jefferson from Sam Houston state. I don't know if you know this, but he was committed to Colorado as a transfer. And I think some NIL money from Kentucky. And I think also Stoops knew Rodriguez is he's not just suspended for one game. I think it's m- like three or four games. Yeah. So they went out and they, they NIL'd, uh Raymond Jefferson from Sam Houston state. Cause he was already committed to Colorado.
1: I still think smoke yeah. gets at least two thirds of the touches. Uh, and like we've been saying for the last couple of years with Rodriguez and smoke, cause they both have flash potential, but they just, you know, they're not, they're not getting enough touches cause they, they are passing the ball more now too. So now that one is out, I think Smoke has the potential to have a nice day, you know, in a plus matchup. I agree. I agree. Um I like it. I like it uh but
0: I'm going to beat you again. Once again, do you want a bargain shop? If you want a bargain uh, shop,
1: I like the fact that we have no running backs in common. Who's your bargain bin player? 3K. 3K. Get okay. I'm, in. I'm listening.
0: Uh well, and they had the number 70th rush defense a season ago, and Jim Levitt is gone. I'm talking about SMU's. You know that game. I'm taking you to the Safeway Bowl, North Texas okay. SMU. <laughs> uh, Iyo Adae last week in El Paso had 17 rushes for 80 yards, and uh, he didn't get the, the score in the goal line, which was a little concerning. But he is by far their biggest workhorse. Uh, from last week
1: from last week that might change from week to week. Like I get the play at, at, he's priced right. It's, it's a good gamble at, at, at only three K. So I get it, but I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's gonna be tricky to pinpoint which mean green running back is going to get the most touches each week.
0: Well, regardless when they're going up against SMU whose run defense is not elite, sign me up for the running game of North Texas to be, to put up some nice numbers. I like it.
1: I like it. At 3K, I like it. If it was like between five and 6K, I'd be kind of questionable. But at 3K, that allows you to spend up on your two quarterbacks like you did. So that makes sense. I'm not going to come at you there. Let's go. Let's go. Receivers?
0: Hold on. Before we get to receivers, let me tell you, folks out there, that. The college football experience is brought to you by promoguy.us. Yes, for all your sports betters out there, I want to tell you about the best way to increase your bankroll. It's called promoguy.us. At promoguy.us, you can uh, get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk free deposits, insane odds boost, uh, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business, plus tons of free picks as well. PromoGuy.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's PromoGuy.us. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Now on, uh, look, Sleepers the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do, and it is a game changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. Let me tell you, I hit on my first prop last night. So look, they have this brand new over under contest game where you take anywhere from two to, to, you know, uh, you take two or more players uh, and you select the over under based on their stat projections. And you can win anywhere from over two times uh, to over 20 times the amount of money you put into it. Uh, So the main reason I'm excited about it is because like last night, Matthew Downing, over 205 passing yards. Cha-ching. Did he hit it? Yeah. I mean, you threw for like, what uh, I think, uh, what, let me po- quickly, pull that up. That, I should have played him in DFS because uh, he, he tossed a few picks as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, f- but still, uh, look. I had Xavier Valade clear hundred
1: yards pretty easily.
0: Yeah. Look, so I'm pulling up a lot tech. Let's see what we got here. Uh, wait, but did, did he not hit I, it? I thought he got benched <laughs> really? why did I, why did I thought I got an alert say, saying that I hit it? Huh?
1: Maybe yeah, I did. Yeah. So uh, he, after throwing three picks, he got benched in favor of uh McNeil who came in and, and looked a lot better.
0: Huh? Interesting. Of course,
1: It was in the second half.
0: Interesting. So I thought I got an alert. Maybe I didn't even, I wasn't even drinking last night, but anyway, uh,
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe you should start.
0: Yeah, maybe I should start. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, the, uh, the second guy is up tonight for me. Well, that, that means I got to turn in a new sleeper after this. Uh, as I'm going to take, I'm going to take Alex Fontenot, the Colorado Buffaloes running back over 51 and a half yards. And then I'm going to take a wide out for Ohio state in a bit that I'll get to um, but yeah, you got to check out. You, you really, you really got to do yourself a favor and check out sleeper. It's a lot of fun doing all this stuff. So right now on your mo- on, on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's promo code SGP sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by run your pool. Run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game you can think of: pickup, survivor, fantasy pools, and get this—we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host our own SGPN NFL Survivor contest, which is free to enter, bozos. Hop in now to reserve your spot. We're giving away five hundred dollars cash and a two hundred fifty dollars gift card to the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today at play.runyourpool.com/sgpn. That's play.runyourpool.com/sgpn. All right, we are back and I'm ready. This is, this is, this is, this is my, my I feel good about this roster. I feel good. Uh, top price receiver. I I also played this guy in sleeper and that's why you should get over there. Mm, yeah. I am going with pedigree, Marvin Harrison, Jr. at 6,100. Look, I think uh, a Jigma is going to get uh whatever. Uh, what's the, what's the guy who had the, the Rose bowl Smith uh Yeah, Jackson Smith Smith
1: Najiba. He Yeah, uh, Najiba, Yeah. Yeah, he he only, he only caught uh, what 15 balls for 347 yards and three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, so Notre Dame's going to that's a big point of emphasis to limit him. Well, I guess you can't limit all the Buckeyes wideouts because they got a slew of them. Brian Hartline just does a great job recruiting there. Uh Marvin Harrison 6100, he's their number 2. And I think he's going to he's going to have a solid game here. So, give me Marvin
1: Harrison Jr. What are you doing? Well, that's interesting because I'm going uh, Jackson Smith Najiba. Look last year, he had more catches and more yards than two other receivers on his team that were first round draft picks in Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Mm, mm. This guy is going to be putting up monster numbers this year, and he will not be an even eight K the rest of the year. Mm, mm. He, he could be in store to have the, uh, a similar year to, uh, Devonta Smith and what he did at Alabama two years ago. If you remember, uh, he was, he was, he was priced like in the nines and he would just put up 40 points a game, 50 points. I mean, he had a monster season and I, I think Smith and the G, can do the same. So I'm going to get him when, when he's still an affordable, you know, eight K. Uh, I expect him to have a big game against anybody.
0: I like it. I like it, but uh,
1: what is this our bourbon battle? What? Harrison versus Smith Najiba? Let's do it. You, you you feel that confident? I, I was even going to say, because they're closer in price, I was going to say, because you're rostering trade on Henderson. How about Henderson versus Smith Najiba? No, is that because, more fair? Uh, you, no, you pick. You pick. No, let's Either go one. Harrison
0: because I, I feel like the emphasis and, and Henderson. Actually, okay, let's go Henderson. <laughs> Let's go Henderson, because I feel like they'll screen, they, they throw screens to him too. Uh, uh,
1: well, so uh, how much money do you have left over? I have $100 left over. Mm, so you couldn't, you couldn't swap out Henderson for Smith and the but even though they're only like $500 different. So you usually a side bet, we like to pick where you, you'd have the flexibility to choose one or the other, but that's close enough. If, if you're comfortable with that side bet, so am I,
0: there we go. Let's go. All right. Uh, next up for me, taking you back to the teal turf. I'm curious for 5,700, perhaps this is the son of Ed Pinckney, the old Providence forward (laughs) that played for the Boston Celtics, but this is Sam Pinckney and he's transferring in from Georgia state. And I look, like, this was a low key, great get by coastal Carolina. I know you look last year. He was a bit dinged up with Georgia state only had 27 catches for 311 yards and a touchdown. However, if you look at the previous years, 815 yards, seven touchdowns, 460 yards, five touchdowns, uh, this guy has has been productive for a long time in Sunbelt action, and I think he's going to be the new number one. Isaiah Likely's gone, uh, 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 Halai is gone as well at wideout. So I'm on Sam Pickney at 5800.
1: Big Bird's going to be slinging that rock around. All right, I think he might be priced a, a little high just because we're not quite sure if he's going to be the, the wide receiver one we expect it, but you know, he's never played there before. We're not quite sure. I'm not, I'd like to see at least one game first, but on the surface, it does make sense. Okay. Uh, for me, my last two receivers are 4k and 4.1 K. So I have, I've, I've spent my load, Only got a couple guys left. I'm gonna start with uh, a wide receiver for SMU. And always, whenever you need somebody cheap, (laughs) look towards SMU. Uh, We've (laughs) done that a lot. I feel like
0: I didn't do it today, but I know last year and the year before. uh, And and I believe I believe Corrales is
1: out. The the North Carolina transfer, he's out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Jake Bailey, he's 4.1k. I checked the depth chart. He is a starter on that vaunted SMU passing attack and according to the Dallas Morning News he has been showing out at camp. So why not take a chance? Roll the dice on a cheap guy in that passing attack, Jake Bailey 4.1k. I like it. I
0: like it. Um well, my final guy on this roster I I'm playing the transfer angle. I have Pinkney uh and I also went to Lexington, Kentucky, where Virginia Tech does, they didn't really make a, a strong effort passing the ball over the past couple of years, but I think uh, Travion Robinson transferring into Kentucky, much like Wandale Robinson, uh, went from Nebraska sure. to Kentucky, very similar because Nebraska yeah. pre-Whipple were not—they weren't throwing the ball all over the field, right? Um. This guy though is very experienced. In his freshman year he had uh, 31 grabs over 400 yards. Sophomore he's a player. year. Yeah. You know, he's a player. Sophomore year 38 receptions just about 600 yards. Uh, last year 44 receptions, 600 yards. So, I'm going to take a shot on uh, uh on uh good old Tavian Robinson with the Kentucky Wildcats cats. What's at, his price? He's at 5700. Okay. So,
1: all right, uh, I like it. That makes sense. Kentucky's going to pass the ball. He has a chance to be their wide receiver one, also. So you got two, you know, mid price, you know, in, in the, that five k range, guys who could have big games. Yeah, buddy, let's go. But but there question marks also. So you got a little bit of a gamble there. All right, my last guy, four uh, k, maybe the best tight end in the country. Notre Dame's got to pass the ball to somebody. And Ohio State was not very good at defending the pass a year ago. Ninety seventh in the country in passing yards allowed per game. Michael Mayer, four K. Why not? We know Ohio State's going to score a lot of points. Notre Dame's going to have to keep up. And uh, who else are they going to throw the ball to?
0: I agree. I agree. I look, and I actually had Mayer on my lineup uh, at one point. I took him out. So uh, when I found Ed Pinkney's son, I said, "No more mayor. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. Well look, let's shift into
1: let's oh, shift do, do you have one more guy or no? No, that's everybody, right? Oh, that's all yours? Wait, did I miss? I didn't know who went first at receiver. Maybe you went first. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. So Never you have mind. one more or, Moving or along. Okay. No, 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 I'm done.
0: Uh all right. So next up, I want to tell you before we get to the Sunday night action, Florida State and LSU. Unfortunately, there's no Florida AM and Jackson State but there should be. But anyway, watch that game and that, that game is going to be awesome. Number one recruit in the country. Travis Hunter makes his debut with Jackson state. But uh, yeah, we're going to get to the Florida state LSU lineup that we're going to give away for Sunday night. But before I do, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by sling. Yes. It's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN, two ESPN, three sec network, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network all for the best price. You can stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You could pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers sling the live TV you love for a price. You'll love try us today. All right, here we go. Uh, so obviously this is just one game. So we have a captain. What are you doing here, NC Nick, captain-wise, in this Florida State LSU game going on in the Superdome,
1: that filthy stupid dome <laughs> in New Orleans? They should be yeah. playing this in Baton Rouge, but let's go. So you got over under 50 points in this game. Not they're not projecting it to be very high scoring. LSU favored by three. So uh, I don't know. I, I think it's gonna probably gonna go over that if I had to pick uh, a side of that total. But um, all right, yeah, let's jump in. My um my captain, in my captain chair, I'm gonna go with one of the best receivers in the nation. I rostered Smith Najiba in the Saturday night slate. He's one of the best receivers. Well, Kayshawn bute LSU's wide receiver, who who did get hurt last year, uh, but he had a couple monster games before that happened. And he also had a very good freshman season. So uh Kayshawn bute who uh with the the time and half money is is 15.3 K who I'm assuming is related to Mark
0: Butte, former Los Angeles Ram and Washington Redskin defensive lineman. Um, that is a solid play. Touchdown Washington Redskins. Um, but uh, yeah, Mark Butte, shout out to Mark Butte. But uh yeah, I mean I I guess there's a lot of question marks. I do think no matter I think it's Jaden Daniels, but if Nussmeyer yeah. does come in, I still think they're going to throw to him a lot. So So he wasn't on your roster? Uh no, no. You might be missing out. Who's your captain? My captain. I'm going with Jordan Travis, the country singer. All right, <laughs> Jordan Travis. Uh, and here's my logic. I think I think LSU is going to win this game. I think LSU's line of scrimmage will dominate the uh, or defensive line will dominate the uh, Florida State offensive line. However, okay. Jordan Travis did not play in that. Minute. I mean, he missed a few games last year. He rushed for 530 yards. I expect him. To be, that's how they're going to be able to move that offense. I don't think the yeah. run game is going to work against LSU. I think some passing and then Jordan Travis getting out there running the ball. So at fifteen, oh. almost sixteen k, yeah, fifteen nine. I went with Jordan Travis. I wanted to go Jane Daniels, but I'm afraid that Kelly's got a history of yeah. playing two quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're probably safe with Jane Daniels. But I think in your captain chair, you kind of got to get it right. So you know Jordan Travis is going to be. The main guy and both the quarterbacks are kind of dual threat here. So both can pick up some points with their legs, especially Travis. So he's definitely dangerous when he's out there scrambling around. I have Travis rostered. I have Jade, uh, Jaden Daniels rostered too. I have both quarterbacks in my lineup.
0: All right. Talk to me then. I, I do have Jaden Daniels on my roster as well. So I guess, okay. Yeah. We can, we can, we can definitely, uh, we can definitely do this then. Uh, where the hell is my, where the hell is my sound drop? But uh, we're gonna get and, a lot of that when you're doing the same game. Yeah. So, food for thought, people.
1: And and basically, I think both teams, other than Keishawn a little yeah. iffy at the receiver position. We're not quite sure who's gonna get uh you know the most targets.
0: Yeah. So, uh, all right. Next up, uh, give me your running back.
1: You know, I, I might as well mention both of them because they're two of the Florida state running backs who started last week and both ran for over hundred yards. Actually, I think all three Florida state running backs when went over hundred last week against Duquesne, which I mean, come on, but I think they're going to find a little bit more success than you think maybe. So I'm going to go Trayshawn Ward uh, and I'm going to go the other running back uh, Lawrence Tua Philly.
0: I have Trayshawn Ward rostered
1: just because I feel like there are fine ways to get him the ball. Um, well, and, and why is Trey Benson more expensive? I don't get Do it. You either. realize, I mean, Trey, Trey Benson had a good week last week also, but that was in the second half. I mean, the, the starters, the guys were, that were playing in the first half with the first team was Ward and Tua Philly. If I'm probably butchering that last name.
0: Yeah. Uh I agree. Um so I, I I only went with Ward, but I also took a shot on my other running back being uh the Penn State transfer Noah Kane.
1: No Noah Kane comes in that was a huge get. Um Was six, it? I mean, I think I mean, it was. I didn't go his route because I wasn't all that impressed with him at Penn State. I, right. Well, I would blame the pin, the Penn State run block or bl- offensive line as
0: we saw last night against Purdue. <laughs> um, so
1: I guess whenever you have a guy going to a new team, you you find out pretty soon if, if, you know, if it was his fault or the team's fault. So, uh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense because we know Emory is out for LSU. So there's a, a couple That's one less person. That's probably the starter once he comes back and there's a couple guys, Noah Kane included who, uh, who should get most of the touches come Sunday.
0: Yeah, so uh, that means I only have two players left. How about yourself? I only have one. Wow. So why don't you? Uh, I guess I'll I'll give out it out. One. You first. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna just take a shot on another transfer. We don't know what the hell to expect, but I can tell you this: uh, this guy showed out pretty decently for Louisiana Lafayette last year as a as a freshman, and I'm talking about uh, uh, Kyron Lacy coming into LSU as a transfer. He's only 3 grand. And I know that they were very happy to get him. It was a big loss for the Raging Cajuns, but uh I don't know what to expect. I don't know who the number 2 receiver is going to be at LSU, so I'm taking a shot.
1: It should be noted that LSU has not released a depth chart yet. I think we have a, b- a little bit better idea with Florida State because they've already played at the end. They played in week 0 uh I, I all i could see was a projected depth chart by some people close to the LSU program they did have uh it was lacy that's his name right yeah they, they did have Lacey as a backup but they mentioned that it was strictly a projection cuz there's nobody's really sure right now um so i, I get the play i think LSU is going to have some success through the air. uh and if you can't afford boutet then you know somebody else is going to get some looks also uh which leads me to my last guy I'm going with a a, a true freshman, and he is only, he's 1K, bottom of the barrel. I think this guy is going to differentiate my lineup from others. And if he happens to get in and maybe catch a touchdown, maybe, you know, pull down a few receptions, he could make all the difference. And uh, so coaches have been raving about this true freshman tight end, Mason Taylor, all fall. And apparently he is pushing. Cole Taylor, no relation for, you know, playing time, you know, possibly, you know, maybe he'll even start over. him. I don't know. Cause again, no depth chart yet. I do know that LSU has a new head coach. So he's not necessarily going to play veterans. Yeah. You know, he, he recruited Mason Taylor. And if, if apparently out of the LSU camp that everybody's raving about him. So I, I want to take a shot. Who knows? I like maybe the guy doesn't even see the field, but maybe he does.
0: I like it. And, and uh, I look, I think you have to do that with, with a brand new coach, brand new coaching staff all everywhere. So I'm actually going to get rid of my Lacey play. I went and got uh, John Besh, uh, the, their, uh, their wide receiver from a season ago played yeah. good. he 8200. Yeah. I dropped him and I, that means I dropped a, I dropped Malik McLean, who was going to be the last guy that I was going to say a wide receiver for Florida state. Instead, I'm going to go with uh, another transfer and deuce Spon, span or spawn. I believe it is spawn. I believe the Illinois transfer who had three catches for 40 yards last week for these Seminoles. I, I liked this okay. kid when he was with the Illini and uh, you know, he, that, that charts for second best on the team uh, reception wise. from a a week ago. So
1: in a game where they really didn't need to pass the ball. So the fact that he caught three balls. Now, the one thing I would be, I would kind of go look and see if those balls were on the first couple of drives. Uh, that's what you want to see. That means he's, you know, playing and starting and getting looks when they need it, not, you know, in the second half or something. So I I would just look at that and off the top of my head, I'm not sure if that's the case or not, but, um, I like my lineup here. And the, the one thing I I do kind of like it, especially in a, in a more even matchup, we think it should be close. I have, Three guys from LSU, three guys from Florida State.
0: I do too. Three and three. Let's go. Uh, Let's do it. All right, folks. Uh, make sure Dude, you check we, this out. we
1: we dropped three DFS pods this week. So I'm saying, three we, of them.
0: We do it all season long. You know, next week. Uh, I'm not sure that they'll have the Thursday slate. Come play with us. DraftKings uh, folks. uh, We will tweet this out from uh, at TCE on SGPN and NC Nick will tweet it out at NC underscore NICK. I'll also retweet it from my own personal account (laughs) at the Colby D, but look, we're going to play Monday too. We just don't have a slate yet. So uh, come play with us Monday for that Clemson, Georgia tech game. And then like I said, Thursday, I, there's just an FCS game Thursday, so I don't expect them to touch that. But Friday we do have Louisville Syracuse next
1: week and Boise state, New Mexico. Clemson Georgia Tech is a, a a showdown where maybe you don't want to go three three. Maybe yeah, you can, want to. Can get you do out.
0: defensive players? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you can't, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, you might want to have a couple more Clemson Tigers. Who knows?
0: Yeah, folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience. We do DFS shows all season long with college football and college basketball. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Also, remember subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. We come together as one on YouTube at the College Experience. That's youtube.com slash the College Experience. Folks subscribe, tell a friend the season is here. Enjoy a fantastic weekend. Also remember subscribe to the sports gambling podcast. They went through all 32 NFL teams. So go listen to your NFL preview for your team or maybe your rivals team. I don't know, Uh, but um, either way, check out that, check out the NFL gambling podcast. Check out the MLB gambling podcast As those seasons uh, really about to light up. Um, so check out those. And remember the soccer gambling podcast got the world cup happening this, this fall, check out all that, get the SGPN app and uh, check out the discord channel. You can talk all different sports in the discord. Uh, you could talk about a karate match happening in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. All right. I'm sure we got you covered, but we talk college football and college basketball, hop in there, sports slash discord. All right, folks, this is the college football experience, DFS style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.